0: How's it sound?
1: Welcome to Session Zero, a super special top secret episode where I, your DM or dungeon master, sit down with one of our guests to break down and playtest the lovely character they've crafted. This episode may never see the light of day. It may stay locked in the deep faults of my vast network of cyber safes, doomed to never grace your ears. If it does, it will be in the far future that you actually, you know, hear this once we sort out all the deeds. So, I shall delay no longer. Let's meet the lovely
2: Brigid. What's your What's your real world name? Oh, Brigid. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Already Let's in t- character. Take two. Take two. It. Take two. My name is Ashley.
1: Very nice. I love that. Last like, name redacted for private series. Like Madonna.
2: Just like. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) my name is ashley i'm (laughs) i'm going by exclusively that no if i was exclusively going by a one name name it would not be ashley would it be your full
1: name all as one block like Ashley?
2: wow blowing me up it's all right do you want to say my social go ahead yes yes
1: yes well here's the thing i am a master of censorship so here i'm gonna give myself future Noah. if you're listening oh god yep so we're gonna use that Uh, Ashley's the one wearing the headphones today, so she's at the whim of my vocal cords, which are a powerful weapon I do not know how to wield. Well, let's not delay any longer. Let's get into the meat of this. We find our hero, Brigid, the Keeper of the All-Fire, passing through the jungles of the Verodontes. A beautiful elven woman clad in comfortable though sleek druidic robes that match the greens and browns of the jungle with thick fiery orange hair and emerald green eyes bright against her tawny complexion. Today Brigid is on a bit of a solo mission for the druid circle that protects the forest, the Zuhites Zendaria, or in common the Eldergreen. Far to the south of the Empire, where the jungles meet the Sanguasaur Mountains, there have been reports of corrupted life. Creatures cursed and violent, lashing out at anyone they see. It's not too uncommon, given the proximity to the Pale Waste and its horrors, there's bound to be something nasty to slip through. High Priestess Cardamon Wildspice used transport via plants to teleport you through the root systems of the jungle to where we are right now. You climb over thick green vines wrapped on and into massive trees whose roots are like small hills to scale over, ducking under large flowers blooming in the tropical sun that warms your skin in a familiar and almost comforting way. By your side trots a fiery-looking fox, the all-fire, curiously sniffing at the wildlife around you, its paw prints sizzling when it steps somewhere wet. While you're walking, why don't you give me a little perception check? Oh. Yeah, we're I haven't going even right gotten in. my dice. I haven't even gotten your dice. T- out of its little <laughs> oh container. Oh my
2: god. I was actually so enthralled with that um, exposition. I had my eyes closed and everything. Like, fuck. <laughs> That's go- an 18.
1: That counts. Alright. An 18. The smell of petrichor from the frequent flash storms that occur in the humid climate fill your nose and your elven ears and your elven eyes scan the horizon looking through the oversized plants for any sort of movement. This is like a prehistoric sort of forest. It, the trees which I've described in the podcast but for for someone if who's just happens to be only listening to this episode, they are gargantuan, like sycamores, redwoods, but as if those were babies of the true trees that grow here. They are absolutely massive used as homes by the many people who live in the forest and the vines that grow on them in and of themselves are like as thick as actual standard tree trunks. So you are kind of climbing over these scaling them as if you are this small animal um, accompanied by this little Fox. Uh, And with that 18, 18, You see through all of the foliage your elven eyes they scope out what looks to be, about 90 feet ahead of you, these gnarled wooden twig blights. These small, probably like two and a half feet tall, wooden creatures that snarl and hiss when they approach and attack things. They are sneaking through the foliage towards an unsuspecting leprechaun.
2: Honestly triggered by blights, but okay. Yeah,
1: sorry. I've <laughs> used them before to train Ashley. You play a lot of druids, okay? And like, then they're a problem. Blights. The- the, the only the villain. Only villain. <laughs> Listen, babe, I had 24 hours to throw this together, and I think it's pretty good. So let's you just dive call me in. You can't babe on the podcast. Just oh, time. yeah, I'm so sorry. I'll, t- I'll cut that all out. Um, so we
2: for keeping it platonic. Platonic and Forever. professional.
1: Forever. Platonic and professional. So you stand, you're looking out, you see this leprechaun is kind of, like, positioned <laughs> up on picture this a picture a leprechaun but not wearing like a you know the buckle and the hat we're talking about a short fey that's got like a thick orange red beard uh, it's got a little bit chubby it's wearing kind of these these very natural fibers Thing, kind mo- of like a dwarf dressed like a druid picture that but instead of so dwarves let's say they're about like they're almost human sized and they're very wide. Mm. Leprechauns are like gnome like a size. Yeah, halfling. Mm. They're tops three feet tall, mm. little plump little belly, sitting on the tree, smoking a long pipe, his eyes closed. He's just, there's like flowers growing around him. He's just lounging there, sleeping, mm. absolutely not paying attention mm-hmm. um, as these multiple, at least maybe 10 twig blights approach. <gasps> Ten? What do you do? 10. That's why that's I'm gonna a to lot. die here but you here's the thing you have the jump on them you've scoped them from a, from a bit of a distance mm-hmm. if you want to get closer you'll have to roll a stealth check but you stand you're again you're like 90 feet away you see this little leprechaun lounging smoking its little pipe approaching these <coughs> these little like gremlin like twig blights looking to eat this little guy oh my god your wildfire spirit pyre Looks up at you.
2: Let's go, girls.
0: No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> um, immediately, you see the fur on Pyre begins to <laughs> spark. You have obviously this is your full thing. You want to summon the spirit?
2: Yeah. So I summon I summon Pyre as the all fire spirit. As the all fire spirit. Leaping forward from the brush, we
1: watch as this small, Flareon-like fox suddenly bursts into flame and grows to a more humanoid size these multiple tails flicking out (laughs) little sparks of flame as it leaps forward towards these twig blights um you have a little sneak round right now you can you have your turn and you can command i'm gonna say you can command your spirit freely it won't cost you your bonus action this time normally it will but for now because you have a surprise around it will not
2: like how do the how do these blights react to to seeing
1: fire? If we're talking bullet time, everything just went and slowed down as this spirit blossoms into fire, mm. and these twig blights are like turning, just like what? And you see the leprechaun?
2: Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Okay, cool. Uh, I guess I don't know. As Brigid, like you know. I don't just like go around killing people. So I feel like I do a perception check to see if these guys are, are like, want to eat him or are going to hurt him.
1: Normally, I'll say this right here. Normally, that would be an insight check, but I'll tell you this right now. As a member of the Elder Green yourself, being raised by this druid circle, you know that twig blights are kind of a corrupted version of plant life they in and of themselves are like it's almost as if they're so that
2: is like the corrupt thing that i'm potentially going exactly they might be a part of this This or spreading that okay so we hate them exactly
1: we do not like them
2: we simply hate them oh kill them kill them Oh, (laughs) please Okay, so my um, setup has changed. Okay, so then I guess I um I'm gonna use a third le- a second level spell slot to cast scorching ray.
1: Excellent. Positioned atop a thick root, you stand, kind of looking over the scene as as Pyre leaps forward. Um, also, um, Pyre, as Pyre cr- erupts into the full all fire spirit form uh everyone around her which is i would say three of the 10 twig blights has to make a dexterity saving throw yes
2: anyone anyone within 10 feet of pyre uh when pyre appears and it's her full glory glory as we can say yes um uh, needs to make a dex save uh, All right. and if they fail it's uh it's dc 16 okay and if they fail, it's 2d6 fire damage. All right,
1: roll the 2d6, and I'm going to start rolling and roll some saves. Okay, the three closest to Pyre as she leaps forward and erupts into flame absolutely are totally surprised and do not succeed on their death save. Um, what did you roll on your their deck? Their dex save. Their dex
2: save. Well, they're about to roll death (laughs) saves. Five damage. Five five damage.
1: You. (sighs) (sighs) These these poor corrupted twig blights just ah, ah, as they suddenly char and crumple, burning into ash. Three of the ten already um, eliminated. There's now seven left. Um, That was her turn. Essentially, now again you have your action. You're casting Scorching
2: Ray. No, that yes. Oh yeah, that yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) So you want to roll your attacks? Here we are. Here we are, baby.
2: Um okay, cool. So, um first one 13 plus 8 13
1: plus 8 is certainly going to hit. Um 11. 11
2: um doesn't have to hit on one. 11 total? 11, yeah. So that's it was 3. Oh, three yeah, yeah. Uh, th- th- that
1: one does not hit. Come. So first one, you see f- shoots for it. I'll tell you this right now. Um if you you would have to roll three ones on your 3d6 in order to not kill these guys. Okay. So, yeah. Roll your last uh, one. Uh,
2: 15 plus 8.
1: 15 will definitely hit. So roll your 3d6. We've got 5,
2: 4,
1: and 3. You look out and you see, casting from here, these twig blights totally caught off guard. You hurl a scorching ray that burns through the air, immediately turning another one to ash. You through another, and it goes Ducks down and manages to avoid it. And then the third just, ah, poof, just, its face just burnt off. And it. Poof. So, um, let's roll initiative as you emerge forward. And oh, I had we, a surprise round? That was your surprise got round. Got it, yeah. got
2: it, got it. I was like, what? Why didn't we do
1: that before? You see the leprechaun you as you're doing it? this kind of scrambles up and like kind of hides behind one of the burls of the
2: trees. Like,
3: oh, fuck, oh God, oh, please save me.
2: Um, I rolled a five. You rolled a five. um, And plus two, so seven. Seven. Okay. So up
1: first is actually the first round of the Twig Blights. Um, There are only four of them left right now. Um, So basically the first two are going to act on this one. They rush forward. They're the closest. They are going to bypass um, the all-fire spear kind of going around and come for you and roll some attacks. First one is going to be a natural 17 plus 3. That's 20 to hit. Next one is a like 17 to hit. Do both of those hit? Yes. Okay. You take... You take 5 damage as these guys... Start scratching at you with these little twig-like arms. These guys are practically harmless to you. I mean, you they're bad because... In general, the people who live here are not a powerful druid like you. Mm. To them, this is the equivalent of having, like, a rabid dog attack them, which is still scary and dangerous. But for you, you're like, oh, I can just burn this dog. Maybe not the best metaphor I've ever had, but... Gentlemen, you're... gentlemen, please. Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop what you're doing right uh, now. God, she's she's
3: really
2: got such a confidence in Sir, situation. I'm going to need you to stay calm. <laughs> stay <laughs> calm. <laughs> stop stay big stop pipe. that.
1: just taking big hits of his pipe alright that is the first one's turn the second round the last two are gonna roll their attacks they come up and attack you that is 16 to hit yep a thirteen to hit. Uh, No. Okay, so the first one hits and deals you another five damage as this one just like hops up and scratches you across your your beautiful copper skin. Um, sir,
3: I'm gonna need you to calm down. Oh, I, sorry. Here, yeah, I just I'm a bit of a bard and i just I wanted to tell the tale of this Sunday. You're, you're very beautiful. <laughs> I was talking to the plate, but yes, you too, sir. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'll get my hand out of my pants. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I may have lied. I'm a <laughs> bit of an erotic novelist, if I'm being honest. Simply must cut that.
1: <laughs> I simply will. Do not <laughs> worry. Okay. Um, so it is now uh, your turn, actually. So it's your turn again. Um, you so and- So that
2: guy who who hit me twice. Yeah, there's four currently
1: surrounding you. Mm-hmm. Your all-fire spirit is just on the other side of them. They essentially kind of ran away from her as she, like, tore into the first group of them. They were like, oh fuck! <laughs> and just ran around and chased after you. Okay.
3: Just practice.
2: Let's do. Um, I'll just do. Okay. So um, after this guy scratches me several times, um, I'm going to cast Burning Hands on the one closest to me. You can or hit I'm, all four uh, yeah, of I them with,
1: <laughs> I will say this right now. They're essentially, like, scratching at your legs. Again, like, these just wild little plant creatures. You just look down and...
2: I flip my hair out of my face, and I... Uh, I put my hands out, uh, and I get them all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, they roll deck saves,
2: I believe. Correct? It's, it's after... <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a dex deck, deck save, yeah, DC 16.
1: All right, roll for all four. First one fails. Second one passes. Third one fails.
2: Last one fails. Okay, so I'm going to roll 3d6. Yep. And that's for all three of them, right? Yep, they essentially roll it just the three times. 10. 10 damage. You. So 10, 10, and 5.
1: Yes, exactly. So, but I'll tell you this right now. You look down at these creatures, scratching it. You you just like look at them. Stop it. And then. Stop that. The smoke clears. Please don't touch me. And the plant life around you has burnt. The twig blights have crumbled into ash, now feeding into the fertile soil Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. nourishes Mm -hmm. the entire jungle. Uh, Mm -hmm. You look up. The leprechaun is just sitting there like. (sighs) Puffing on his pipe. That's
2: all of them? All of them are gone. I look up and I just take a big deep breath. I, I breathe in the essence of their destruction as the nourishment of the land and their death is the fertilizer to the growth of the forest.
1: Absolutely beautiful. This, as you breathe that in, you see your wildfire spirit pyre um, still in this like, Firefox like massive form it looks over at you and is like
2: uh pirate go check on the gentleman please thank you
1: and then you like starts walking towards this leprechaun is like oh god oh no oh please don't kill
3: me don't sir, eat me sir
2: sir you're fine i'm gonna need you to calm down take a big deep breath give me a persuasion check it's fifteen. Oh, plus... Hold on, I want to I wanna know this. Plus two. Seventeen. Oh, God. Very good. Good job. Oh, God. You did great. You did really good. Thank you.
1: As Pyre lifts him up um, with a, like, fiery arm that sizzles against his clothes, but with with restraint prevents him from catching on fire, walks over and poof, plants it at your feet.
3: Oh, well are you okay?
0: Yeah, I was just smoking
3: my pipe and then all of a sudden they came out of nowhere. I know. Have you seen any others like these? Oh huh, yeah, my uh, my brother Turnip. Um, what a goon, you know, one of those total space cadets that is just like wandering out, gets into trouble, sits around smoking their pipe, nothing. It's not attention. a family thing. Yes yeah, so no, <laughs> I know. I didn't even know what that means. So just like he was saying, a little bit south of here, there was like a bigger kind of like, uh, uh, bigger kind of moving around the plant thingy. It did bad. I can lead you there if you need to. That
2: would be great.
3: Yeah, okay. I can do that. All right, follow me. Uh, so you follow after this little leprechaun who kind of Hold like. Hold on,
2: sir. What's your name?
3: Oh, Brussels. Brussels? Brussels. Brussels, Brussels Sprout. Nice to meet you. Fruzzles, so good to meet you. Nice to meet you. Shakes your hand. Thank you. All right,
1: if you will follow me, madam. Um, turns and begins to kind of scramble through all of the root systems. Um, and you follow after with ease, continuing on, trudging through the jungle as the sun rises and then begins to fall towards the horizon. Pyre begins to slowly shrink back into the more familiar-sized fox form of the mm. wildfire spirit. Um, looks and at as you. Pyre
2: looks up at me, I nod, and they jump up into my earring, which is like a little gold circlet that encases them as a tiny flame when they're not in fire spirit form. Exactly. It
1: literally just leaps up, and as they do, turns into a little mote of flame that curls and embeds in this earring um, that our keeper of the all-fire wears um so you continue on it's not long before the temperatures begin to drop a little bit as the sun continues towards the horizon creating these burning oranges and reds through the the massive canopy above you um they begin to shift to blues and near blacks Uh, you look up and you actually see through all of the canopies why don't you give me a perception check really quickly Nat 20. Nat 20. You look up, you squint with your incredible elven eyes, and you see kind of it's very it, the, the leaves of these trees are absolutely massive. We're talking like maybe like almost a bicycle in length kind of thing, but through that, you see the dark sky kind of looks a little bit darker than you would expect. It looks like there may be clouds up there, and you know that with the frequency of storms that come through here. It's only a matter of time before you are going to be drenched in a heavy rainstorm.
2: Mm. Okay, um, can I do a perception check to see if there are any kind of structures or root structures around that I can we can jump under and see if we can wait till the storm passes?
3: Give me a survival check. Oh, this is a great area. I think we could probably keep going for a few, like you know, a few more hours. Oh honey, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What do you mean? I
2: think we're I think we're good. I think we probably keep going. Twenty two. <laughs> that's a twenty two survival track. Um, you, I, sir, Mister <laughs> Sprout. Unfortunately, yes. it's about to rain, and um, that's not oh. great. That's not great for me. So we're gonna have to. It um, does. Yeah. Yeah. It smells like rain. It smells like rain. It's that thing. What's it called? Do you know what it's called? I can't, I can never, because it's so watery, I can never remember the name. But what's the name of the word? Rain? The smell before the rain. Petrichor. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Brussels. Yes. So let's uh, let's take some cover for the evening. Oh, okay. Let's do that. So you. Um, um, ideally, two covers, so you can have your own space.
3: Oh, I see. Separate. That yes. makes sense. I
2: did take note of your actions during the fight and it was uncomfortable so you'll have to find your own space
3: i understand i crossed a line
1: i will do better uh so you like scope out um begin to look and see that there are a number of these massive roots that kind of are layered and and you know and with a nat 20 on that perception check you know that these storms um they build up a lot of water enough that it could it can cause like flash floods mm. so with that combined Unless with your successful yeah with your successful survival check you end up kind of settling into the higher kind of root systems that are positioned a little bit above where the normal like um jungle floor exists Mm -hmm. Uh, and you wait there for a few you know few moments kind of once you got into position and um almost as if you had called it out and asked for it the storm arrives very quickly suddenly the the clouds open up and roar with thunder one immediately rain just pounds down through the pelting through the massive leaves of the jungle trees Mm -hmm. um as you're there um you're kind of doing it it's 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 been raining now for about a few minutes that's how like it just so fast as art it's already building you can see just like 10 feet below you the water's rising um give me another perception chart um 22
0: 22
1: you hear a rumble in the distance and you look north just in time to see a wave of water splash over one of the root systems you've seen this before this is a flash flood i need you to roll a dexterity saving throw with advantage um i will roll for our little leprechaun friend 19 for the
2: advantage
1: uh, with a 19, I'm gonna say that though he o- just barely failed, you managed to grab him by the collar and pull him back up onto the roots as the wave I do crashes against the. Athletics w- the- check? Um, yeah, give me an athletics check just to be sure.
2: Why did I even. Teacher? Teacher? What'd you roll? Um, an
1: 8. An 8 you as he as you rag him up oh thank you so and suddenly the wave crashes against his feet pulling him down um he falls into the water uh and is going to take some damage
2: um can i cast a spell can i use thorn whip
1: yes uh you watch as suddenly (gasps) the wave crashes down on him he's already like near unconscious with how powerful this wave is um give me um, a thorn whip isn't a, it's an attack right it is but
2: it is, so it'll be but 1d6 but you know it'll grab him either way you
1: can give me an our uh, um give me a wisdom check 23 23 you managed to cast this spell without doing damage now roll what you would roll to you know as if you were attacking what that one Russell, <laughs> you watch as the third Russell, no! <laughs> you see, he splashes it. Oh,
3: no, please! <laughs> I'm sorry about the pornography.
1: Um, as the wave carries him, brigad
2: thinks to herself. What pornography? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Um, I dive in and I go after him. Okay. Um,
1: let's roll initiative because this is going to be a matter of time. Would you roll? Uh, 13. 13. Okay, so first up, I'm going to roll a death save for him, because he actually goes first. Um, 10, that's one success. Okay, it's your turn. Using your movement, 30 feet, you begin to swim towards him. The 35. Ca- 35 feet, you begin to swim towards him. You're going to make it. I need you to roll an athletics check, though. Otherwise, you're going to take damage from the torrent of water splashing against the rock. Um, it's a 10. 10. You take... You take twelve points of damage as you're swimming through, but like the waves are just crashing against you, pulling you through these massive root systems. The the jungle, in and of itself, is like a mix of marsh and like almost some tropical ocean. There's there's just such such a like torrent of weather here that the ferocity of this this natural event is terrifying. Um, so that is going to be. Your athletic check, you make it to him, I need you to give me he's gonna do another death save. Um so you see you see. give me a perception check to try and locate him. It's eighteen. Eighteen, you see, oh, oh, please help. just getting pulled underneath Brussels. the water.
0: Big breath. Big deep breath. breath. You
1: see him puffing on his pipe. <sighs> I just, God
3: damn
2: it.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Now give me um it is your turn, give me an athletics check. He failed his second death save, so he has one fail, one success trying to be a dc 10 uh to seven seven he plunges out of reach you again have to use your turn to kind of reach him again he's gonna roll that save 12 that's another pass um now it is your turn give me an athletics check as you're pushing through trying to grab him
2: oh my god
1: you're also gonna take 3d 10 as you go through the water so this this athletics check i'm sorry this athletic check was for the damage to okay. avoid getting the damage so what'd you roll a seven seven okay you take the um, three again um, you take nine more points of damage yep. force damage as you are crushed against some of the um, various root systems um, and then give me an athletics check to try and grab him and like grab onto something
2: okay that's much better that is a 17
1: that definitely you as you smash into the last amount of um,
2: Can I I flavor it, like, can I Thorn Whip again and grab him with my right arm and Thorn Whip with my left and then get us out of there?
1: Give me a spell attack with your Thorn Whip, because honestly, you have, you know, your action is going to be that anyways. Um, spell attacks is plus eight, right? Yep. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. You, the thorn, like, almost grows out of your hand, snapping into attention onto one of the branches, and you... almost like grappling hook pull you and brussel out brussel who is um nearing death is going to make another death save that's another pass so s- stabilizes at 0
2: so i don't need to do a medicine check or anything do i
1: to bring him to consciousness you do but he is currently s- not dying yet.
2: Correct. Okay, so he's fine. I don't need you do Yeah, that. so after... Eventually... So I'll do a Cure Wounds, because I'm holding him. Okay, so you cast Cure Wounds. He... <gasps> oh my god, thank you so much. By the way, I forgot to ask your name. What's your oh, name? Oh, it's an 8 on the D8, plus 8, so 16. Oh
3: god, I feel stronger than I've ever felt before. <laughs> Are you okay, Mr. Whoa, Sprout? Whoa, that half-leg hash is hitting different today. Okay, you're going to need to stop. I need to sit down, I think.
2: Yes. Wait. Okay. Thank you so much. What was your name again? This is a lot. This is a lot. We've been through a lot. And you don't know my name. My name is Brigid. Nice to meet you, Brigid. I'm Russell. Have I told you that before? Yeah, two B's. Okay, B be a
1: B. B be a B. Passes Are out. you related to Scratch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so it is now eventually like you drag up the rain still pouring upon you um, as it slows and eventually stops leaving the forest with like a lake's worth of water just sitting upon the ground soil how long
2: how much time has passed
1: since that moment that I just described seconds this Mm -hmm. is like you you pulled him up he passes out on the on the route you sigh and lean back against the massive jungle trees um, resting you see that if you were to jump into the water below as it settles from this flash flood, it would probably come up to like your chest and like a humanoid, maybe stomach. That's like, a lot. It, is it's that normal a, for here? Yes, you would know that like as it passes through because of the size of these trees, mm. it's a, just to scale, it's like a, our forest, our jungles, and our realm would be maybe a few feet. This is like almost your entire body. Did
2: you just refer to Earth as our realm? Yes. <laughs>
1: I honey, we need to be speaking in a more neutral tone again. Platonic, do not friend in this area. You need to speak in a more neutral tone about which reality is the real reality. Got it? That's how this works. Copy that. Thanks, boss. So you begin to rest. Um, you lean against the trees, you see as the water stills, it begins slowly get sucked into the ground as the plants and the gargantuan trees begin to drink their fill. I think you watch about as the ashes
2: of the blights that I killed and how they're being sucked into the ground right now. It gives me great joy.
1: Yes, the carbon from the, the burnt wood will nu- will nourish the various plants that grow in that area. You breathe deeply and as you open your eyes you see that there's some fae, some pixies, some just glowing in the night, playing amongst the water like like Tinkerbell and her friends kind of splashing and had, just Do they having
2: know a little me? fun. Um, You would know that these kind of I feel like the spirits of the forest know me because I am the keeper of the all fire.
1: It is kind of like meeting a celebrity. So you see them like, oh my god, oh my god. that's the that's all fire, oh my god. Did you
3: see it? It's, pretty good. it's Keep, the fire. Fire. Keep her the all fire. Oh, my goodness. Wow, she's so beautiful.
1: Whoa. you see them all just like gawking at you, floating, glowing in the air. There's one pixie who's like, "Stop it!
3: Yeah, knock it off, stop guys. It. She's just a normal person. She's just like us. She's you need to treat like her normally. She's just a normal person. Yeah,
0: we should go mind
3: our own business. I think. Don't stop. Don't ask her for a selfie was really embarrassing uh, yeah put your phone down jen what's wrong with you yeah sorry. you jessica sorry. Uh,
1: so anyway. these, <laughs> these pixies float float away just so excited you watch as a number of the woodland beasts like come out and like drink from the water as it begins to slow down them they had all kind of scurried up into the trees you see like various apes kind of coming down and like spooning water into their mouth as they enjoy this The very common occurrence that they are all very prepared for. Um, At this point, it is probably getting a little late. It's Mm -hmm. like you look up and you see through the canopy there. It is a starry night sky. Trance time, time, It is trance time. So you may mark off a long rest. As you trance a dreamlike state where the body is awake and the mind wanders, you see flashes of fire, scorched land, fertile soil, the growth of new life. Memories from the keepers that came before you, echoing off the walls of your mind.
2: Kind of like the Avatar?
1: Kind of like the Avatar. Sick, suck, 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 bro. Sick. It's just like the fucking Avatar. Don't mind the fucking... Anyway. You're the fucking baby. Okay, anyway. So you, as after four hours of kind of like floating in between of this like, almost like void-like memory space, you awaken... So to speak. About four hours later, probably very late in the night slash early in the morning. We're talking like three a.m. or something like that. Um, the witching hour. The witching hour, my friend. Um, you are probably a not too far off from your final destination. You rouse um, Brussel, who is like, oh, oh,
3: sorry, I fell asleep there. I'm just,
2: I was just
1: losing my freaking vibe.
2: That's okay, Brussels. Uh, you had a long day.
1: Yeah. Um, he begins to pack his pipe. Okay. I'm just gonna... Sure. ...do a little wake and bake. <laughs>
2: Again. <sighs> do you have a cousin named Scram?
3: I'm sorry. When you spoke that, it kind of blurred out in yeah. a fuzz. I couldn't really hear you. Gotcha.
1: Uh, so you, the two of you, begin to set off into the early, early, early morning. The two of you walk towards the mountains far in the distance these white stone mountains stark difference against the dark blue starry sky um you follow after brussel who kind of bumbles his way through occasionally hitting his pipe and as you do through the still dripping wet jungle you see the roots sort of rise and fall bridging over dips in the ground where water remains from the brutal storm but hours ago you find yourself utilizing these to cross over these kind of small bodies of water with ease until you find a massive gap where it looks like the water has gathered below to your left and right. You could go around it and add a few hours to your trip, or you could try and cross it. What would you like to do? You see, Brussel looks up at you. Uh, so, usually at this point,
3: um... um there isn't water here so i would just walk across
2: Mm
3: -hmm. but i don't uh, see anything there that i could use to walk across
2: don't worry we can figure this out um and i want to cast speak with plants um and i so that plants do you want to talk to the the roots that are that we're like using to kind of cross so I imbue plants within 30 feet of me with limited sentience and animation giving them the ability to communicate with me and follow simple commands so I, sem- I essentially want to ask the roots to like you know um, kind of like if you picture like Aladdin and Jasmine on a magic carpet like kind of float us like we're sit standing or sitting on a, a root and they kind of float us across the water to the other side.
1: Speak to this plant baby.
2: Hi hi if um, if you don't mind.
0: Hi.
2: Uh, hello, how are you?
0: Good. How's everything? How are you? I'm good. well,
2: I'm well. Thank you for asking. How's everything,
0: good. Jeff? Oh, it's well. How's the family? Family's good. Good. The little ones are getting big. Like and big, big? And you look big? down and you see those <laughs> other roots below are like,
2: Hey Brighead Hi, hi Joni, hi Chachi.
0: So what can I do for you?
2: If you wouldn't mind, we just need to get across this water. It's higher than normal. So if you could big just
0: storm
2: Yeah, big storm. Felt weird to you or felt good? Felt
0: good. Good, good. Wet season. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rise and fall. mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come and go. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You n- wanted passage?
2: Yes, if you could just whoop right us over right over the water, that would be I like
0: can whoop.
2: Do you mind?
0: Not at all. Okay, thank you. Uh
1: you watch as the root sort of kind of stretches forward, pulling out of the water, splashing about. Um <laughs> Brussels. Goes, oh Oh, weird. You just started talking to that root and now it's moving. It grabs onto your leg as it lifts and slowly but gracefully attaches to the other side. And you and Brussel, him clinging to your leg as you walk across onto the other side. You see, as
0: the root pulls back,
2: Thanks, Jeff.
0: It was great seeing good you. Good to see
2: it. you too. Let me know if you need anything, okay?
0: We'll do. You know Say how to... hi to your mother for me.
2: I will. I'll tell Mommy said hi. You know how to get in touch with me if you need anything. I do. Okay.
0: Good night. <laughs> good night, Jeff. You
1: head on through the forest. Um, You pass for probably about a few, maybe like maybe two or three hours as you walk through the dark night. Um, With your elven eyes, it is no problem. Um, You pass over the roots as they rise and fall through the water. Eventually, you see that the sun is just barely peeking over the horizon and by sea i mean actually it's more just a change in color in the sky because again the size and just um, like thick canopy of these trees are near impossible to see a full picture of the sky you're more getting like little pockets here and there Mm -hmm. so you see that that dark blue with the stars is slowly fading to that more that lighter kind of Um, not not full pale robins but just a little bit above that and as you continue you see the trees ahead connecting to the lower base of the sanguasaur mountains Um, you finally come upon the mountain's base these pale white stone peaks where these the gargantuan trees of the jungle are actually kind of sticking their roots deep into them, cracking the rock. Um, they pretty much go all the way up to the stone. So, like, ahead of you, I would say that in terms... There's, like, a city's block ahead of you. So, like, 250 feet. And there are several trees in between you and that, that actual base of the mountain. Um, and the last few trees, their roots are cracked into there and you see that one of these trees seems a bit like sicker like the roots that are digging into the white stone look gnarled and rotten covered in these like like thick twisted looking plants that seem to be it looks like they're they're not well. It's not that they're dead, but it's like watching plants grow in radiation. There's there's something wrong. There's something being like twisted about them. As you're looking, you're about like ninety or so feet away at this point. As you keep approaching, you see that. Brussel looks up and you whispers,
3: "He you said it was bad over here, so he had be with really Carol." I don't know which one. It could be that tree. It could be that weird-looking one with those horrible rod roots that connect to the mountain that are all mm-hmm. twisted and gnarled and kind of oozing black energy. You know, or Brussels, it could be that one over
2: there. Russell, that's a great
0: observation.
2: Oh, nice. That's a great observation, and thank you so much for leading me here. I really appreciate it.
0: Can I just go home?
2: You can absolutely go home. Oh. It's, been, it's been like 24 hours. If you have Ooh. things to do... You have places to go and people to see. Absolutely, I
3: do have a very busy schedule.
2: I'm sure you do. So, enjoy that pipe. And
3: oh, sorry, I was about I was about to hit it. What would you say?
2: Enjoy the rest of your day. Hmm. I'll, I'll see you next time. Takes a big hit. It squirts you. <coughs>, coughs a lot. I um, like wave the smoke you're from waving,
1: my face. You who is so used to smoke, being a wildfire druid, still like. The the noxious sapling hash smoke. You wave it out of your
3: face as this leprechaun. Oh like a so much. Here. Yeah. Um a little something
1: for your troubles. Ooh. Um gives you a, a little pouch. Um that contains a few beans. A few beans? Oh, you shouldn't
2: have Winks at you. Oh, that's so sweet. Have a wonderful day. You do. Scamper's off. I'm quite unsettled
1: by that wink um so yeah you're about 90 feet off from that corrupted looking root system covered in various foliage um the tree itself attached to that doesn't look like fully corrupted it kind of looks more like a blister on on a on a body part rather than like a fully like mutated tree or something
2: but like from my experience looking at it it seems like it could develop into something worse. So Correct. This is s- like that final point. I want to speak with plants again and I wanna like put my hands on the roots and sure. put my hands on that particular tree and um, see if I can like sense any 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 voice or sense any anyone.
1: You're trying to approach that particular tree, correct? Yeah,
2: the, the corrupt tree.
1: Are you approaching um, just walking straight up or are you approaching with stealth? What's your method?
2: Oh, I'm just walking straight up. but I, okay. I don't anticipate because it's a blister, as you said. So I don't. I see a small portion of the tree is infected. So I don't anticipate any grave danger. I just think it's a starting point of like some kind of yeah, yeah. like a, some kind of rot. So I want to speak to the tree, assuming that it is still, you know, okay.
1: Okay. So you approach. Uh, you put your hand to the trunk of the tree. This massive sycamore-like being looking over the forest what do you say
0: hello (laughs) oh
2: my god i immediately um i immediately cast cure wounds you do at what level um at a fourth level fourth level yeah no, 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 I'll no, use my last. Hey, my- listen,
1: that's not a bad move. No, You're no, no, I don't want right to go now. crazy. Not no? a
2: bad move. But that's my only, I only have one spell slot.
1: You make the choice then.
2: I wanted to cast my last, um, my last third level spell slot to cast Cure Wounds.
1: You lay your hands upon these roots, um, pressing into that thick root that looks absolutely rotten at this. In fact, your hand presses into it, and it's soft. Uh, It's um, yeah, your it actually feels like almost like moss, but sticky and almost wet as you press into the rotten root. It's rare that you get to see this kind of level normally. And again, it's not like this is your everyday job. Mm -hmm. This is something that is not uncommon for. A jungle problem, mm-hmm. like it's just one of the many problems that can occur here. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're doing this all the time. So you're it's absolutely not like nauseating pressing your hand into it. Um, yeah. And as you do this, to describe what your healing energy looks like.
2: It looks like a yellow light, and it is similar into like cauterizing a wound to make it to eventually heal Mm. it is like trying to burn off this rot just the rot but without destroying the whole tree
1: you press your hand into it and begin to run it across the soft bark and as you do there's a (sighs) flare of flame and smoke and ash as the hurt portion of this wood system begins to burn away i need you to roll initiative Mm.
2: Six, seven, eight.
1: As you do this, you watch as this root system covered in this foliage begins to like move and shift until it forms into this shambling mound of plant matter that begins to slowly reach towards you to attack. Um, but you give me a insider perception check. This will be determining what specifically you see.
2: Oh, they're both 8, so
1: 8. So it determines 15. Really. 15? Okay, with the 15 on perception, you see that the incredible power of this healing spell has done a lot of work to healing this corruption. That being said, there is so much pain and evil at work here that it's going to take a little bit more in order to solve this problem
2: so can I at that point use my speak with plants that I had cast previously to
1: I'm going to say that because of the initiative roles that we're going to say that on your turn you will still be able to communicate with this but I'll, but I'll say that with that role of um, perception as well you see that this specific function like think of this yes it is like a blister but it's like a blister that's fighting back so the host may not oh, have sure. a lot to say about what's going on here. Okay. Um, but Can I speak it, to the blister? <laughs> speak to the blister. It is actually its turn right now. Um, and as it, it slowly <gasps> begins to move forward towards you, it is going to make two slam attacks. With what? Uh, that is going to be an 18 and a 12 to hit. Uh, first one hits. First one hits. It... Part of the root system rips out and pulls towards you this massive piece of wood just essentially slamming into you. Um, You manage to avoid one of them, but the first root actually does hit you, and you are going to take... 11 damage as this thing cracks into your chest. You feel your your lungs empty as, as you tumble back through the um, foliage below you that is coated after this rainfall. This creature, you see it kind of shambling towards you.
2: It's a creature? It's attached to the tree? It's it is attached, attached also to the tree,
1: but it's... Think of it, again, it's kind of like... It's like a phantom limb kind of situation. Like, the actual part of the tree is attacking you, but you... Knowing the situation, know the tree itself is not like, I hate this druid. Yeah. It's like, my foot is attacking you. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That is its turn. Um, it is now your turn.
2: I want to summon pyre.
1: From your earring, there's a small moat of flame that. Pff, Blossoms forward. This fierce-looking, fiery kind of almost, almost like direwolf-sized creature with these like flaming tails
2: leaps forward. Um, so my bonus action is to summon Pyre, and then he does. Uh, is this thing ten feet from him? Um, yes, you
1: are right up in the mix. So it rolls a deck
2: save, and it fails. So that's eight points of damage, fire okay. damage, and it sizzles. But that's you under si- sixteen, right? Yes. Okay. And then um so then I can cast a spell. So I'm going to cast a spell.
1: Cast that spell, baby. I
2: cast a 4th level blight. Oh my goodness. Um okay. It rolls with disadvantage cuz it is plant life. Listen, I realize that like this is what I'm this is probably who I'm I've come to take care of in my quest out to go into the forest or the jungle rather and to Clear it of this corruption. So I feel as though this, you know, having touched, touched the tree root as I came up, having it call out to me for help, I realize that this is, and having heard from Brussels that this, you know, from his brother, this might be an issue. This is probably the thing that I'm looking for, and I'm not here to fuck around because I don't fuck around. Correct. I get right to the root of it.
1: Good pun, baby.
2: You, uh, it's a con save, actually. Okay. 16. Those with
1: disadvantage.
2: not 20, but
1: disadvantage. That is a natural 19, so it's going to take half damage. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do max damage halved. Okay, so okay. 8d8. So 8d8 is a total of 64 damage, but then half to 32 damage, which is a walloping. You see the parts that you have healed... Um, Those further away, the still rotten roots that are swinging towards you, dissipate into dust as the Blight spell hits. This fiery kind of like, it's just such an intense heat that it scorches into it immediately charring the wood. That hurt, but it is still looking relatively okay. okay. Now it is its turn. Going to do another slam attack two times. First one's a three that's going to miss. Second one is a seven. Plus seven. That's a 14. Misses. Misses. So cracks next to you. You dive out of the way and another root slams on the ground, but you manage to duck. Uh, You are just scrambling around. It is, again, your turn.
2: Okay, so as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Flame Blade. Ooh! And I evoke a Fiery Blade in my free hand. So as I jump out of the way, I make a... fiery blade in my hand
1: (laughs) immediately these flames (laughs) erupt out of the air as if you are pressing
2: them into reality and with my action i'm going to take a melee attack against um the root that has been slamming me because i want to i want to just like chop it off essentially 17
1: 17 will hit six
2: four
1: 14 damage you slam this blade down as it burns into the root again, flames, again pff, erupting out again of it.
2: like cauterizing the wound like trying to just cut out this thing so that i do not have to sacrifice the part of the tree that is healthy
1: you don't manage to cut all the way through it but you do a significant amount of damage and you cut off a part of that soft kind of rotten root
2: um this it is, is nasty <laughs> Yes, yes, you are nasty.
0: It's a judgment free. No, this
2: is not planet fitness, you nasty You're being.
0: Me. Uh, it's gonna take two
1: swings on you. That is a thirteen? That's one? And a ten. Motherfucker, this
2: motherfucker can't hit um it is oh just, sorry shit okay so 13 i was oh no no. it that. wasn't damage no let me damaged. add that back it's like whoa
1: 40 damage <laughs> if it hits it could deal a fucking lot but it's not hitting right now it's just you are just diving and ducking out of the way as these roots lash out um it's as if this tree is has its foot kind of out of control and its toes are <laughs> lashing out at you obviously this tree looks like a tree and not a human but you are just dodging out of the way of these various rotten roots that are lashing out in defense um give me another insight check
2: oh that's not very good because i'm so busy ducking and dodging mm-hmm. um that is gonna be a total of a 12
1: okay You are kind of torn right now. Between the healing and the fire, like the actual damage you're dealing, you're not sure what the best method going forward is going to be. Now, you, again, this is not necessarily an uncommon occurrence in the jungle itself, but you've never had to deal with raw of this level. So you're kind of like, I don't know, the cure wounds I did was a good move, but the damage I'm doing will also work. Kind of two different methods of treatment for this issue. It is now your turn. It's all up to you. It's all up to you, baby. Take us home. Take us home, Brigid. Take us home. Mm -hmm. There's pasta on the stove. We want to eat. Stop.
2: I feel like I'm flustered a little bit because everything that I'm normally used to isn't working as, like, Efficiently, potently, yeah. as I am used to it. So, um, I just call lightning
1: okay. It makes a deck save
2: or con save. Um, it's a deck 16.
1: That is a 17, so it does Fuck. indeed save. Oh, you watch as you call lightning into this kind of in a panic. You watch as the lightning crackles out of the moisture, the humid air forming into clouds, just crackling down onto the shambling mound. You watch as the lightning crackles through it, and it looks stronger for it.
2: But you still take half dammies. Shut the fuck up.
1: You now realize, seeing this in action, that this corrupted creature seems to be able to absorb lightning damage. And in fact, not only absorb, but take benefit from, as you have slightly healed it. You're an asshole. Just, I don't make the rules, baby. You certainly do. Oh, I guess I do, huh? Um, that is your turn. You have a bonus action still.
2: Okay, my bonus action, I'm going to command my babe. <coughs> Just fire stuff, okay? <coughs> exactly. <coughs> mm-hmm. So, flame seed. I, uh, I tell yeah tell, <laughs> i tell pyre to um do flame seed and uh it's a ranged weapon attack each um, of the
1: flaming tails just <laughs> hurls these little flaming mm. balls at um the shambling bound um roll
2: your attacks nine plus eight which is 17
1: 17 hits. seven Seven total. Mm-hmm. It is back to where essentially it was before. Now I gave it lightning food. You gave it some lightning food and you burned it away. You now know that that will not work. It is going to take two attacks on you. That is a 15. Mm, that's exactly my armor class. Okay. And then the 17. So both of those are going to hit. Hey, um, I fucking need fuck you. you, bro. Give me a athletic check. Mm. In that one. That one.
2: I'm sucking athletics today. That's you shouldn't. take 15. Technically a five. And
1: then 11. You took 26 damage, as finally, after all this time, crack, crack. It slams into you, grabbing you, pulling you up. You you feel like something might be broken as it pulls you back out and grabs you, wrapping all of this rot around you. You're gasping for breath as it crunches, hurting you more. You are grappled. Your speed is zero. You basically can't go anywhere, but you can still like attack with like disadvantage, essentially. Sure. So I and my do turn? other kind of spells. So yes, it is your turn. Give me another insight check. Um, a twenty, dirty
2: twenty.
1: Dirty twenty. Mm-hmm. You think as you're getting crushed, you feel a choice. You can either try and burn away this rot, or you can try and heal it with your energy with a dirty 20 you surmise that you've already given a lot to this creature if you just give a tiny bit more it might make all the difference
2: the creature itself is like the tree that i like the
1: okay. tree that you like which of course is a so part I, of this so, so i surmise
2: i surmise that like if i try and heal it rather than rather than chop it off and kill it so, this is a growth, actually, for the character. This is a growth for Brigid.
1: Mm. Not everything can be burned away.
2: Tears. A single
1: tear streams. A single streams. tear. As, as, the, as the as the root grips you, crunching into your ribs, you feel a tear stream down your cheek, Brigid, as you think not everything can be solved with fire.
2: I cast a second level Cure Wounds
1: you press your hands into the wood as it crunches into you you feel your vision begin to blur but as this warm kind of healing heat this this warm touch not fire but just some sort of comfort spreading into the wood you watch as the rot begins to peel away and healthy thick hard bark is revealed underneath fresh peeling away like a sunburn the rock crumbles and the shambling mound settles as this tree uh, looks
2: healed. No way. Um, you, Do you are out of ca- combat. Wait, you didn't even get my my healing. Tell me. Eight. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. With your, uh, you
1: still have your speak with plants up. The tree is going <sighs>
0: Oh, that feels good. What's your name? Tiffany. It's nice to meet you. What's your name?
2: My name is Brigid Tiffany. What happened to you? Who? What was this?
0: It's the hazard of living this close to the mountains. But, I feel much better now. Thank
2: you. You're welcome. You're so welcome. I'm so sorry. Is there- are there more like this? Are any of your brothers and sisters or siblings affected?
0: It comes from time to time. Think of it kind of like a terrible virus that can ravage a population of trees. I hope it doesn't hit too close to home mm-hmm. on anything. Me neither. Mm. Anyways, isolated incident in this case. Thank you so much for your help.
2: You're absolutely welcome. And feel free to contact me anytime. Of course. If you ever need any more help.
0: I will speak to the trees as they speak to me. Thank you, Brigette.
2: I bow deeply
1: you bow deeply and your fire spirit the all fire pyre bows as well as you successfully complete this mission
2: as i walk away um pyre i like gesture to pyre and open my hand pyre jumps, uh turns back into a small mo- flame and jumps up my arm and back into my earring,
1: curling through your arm and back into your earring you walk off into the morning light and that is where we will end our first kind of session zero I little guess sash. little sash great job
2: yeah great job this is of
1: course anyone who might be hearing this if you ever hear this this is of course far in the past so I hope the future is doing pretty good um I hope we're all vaccinated hope like we're this all vaccinated have been. like this tree should have been Tiffany um,
2: Tiffany. I really love Tiffany.
0: The trees, when well, we may all sound like this, boy, come in a range of personalities and names. It's true. It's true. It's Don't true. Don't judge a book it's by
1: its voice. Don't judge a book by its voice. Take that as a grain of a jewel of wisdom. We're going to go have some pasta. It's
2: midnight. It's
1: midnight. I'm so hungry. Ah. We love you so much. Try not to die.
0: Foot and back within the back foot. 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 Foot and back within the back foot.